0: I've started recording.
1: You've already started recording. Yeah. Cool. We can clip out the part. Hello. Oh, that's fine. We'll leave it in here because we're professionals. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Chance Time Video Game Podcast. Um here with me is Ryan Speakman. Hello. And Paul Bills. Hello awesome how are you guys doing
0: hello <laughs> all right we're already like, experiencing I'm not... <laughs> some technical difficulties right
2: <laughs> I feel like i'm not doing as well as ryan because my hello was not as enthusiastic
1: <laughs> i tried but i couldn't get there
0: it's all a, it's all a ruse
1: <laughs> you can tell a lot about a person how they say hello to you how they're doing it they're just, um, no, I'm just kidding. That's what we'll cool. discuss for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> cool. Yeah, let's see how the best, inf- uh, what do you call it, inflection of the hello? Where do you yeah. want to stress the syllable? No. Um, cool. Well, let's just jump jump in, I guess. Uh, Great. So we'll start with our first segment, One Thing First. Is that the name we decided on?
0: Uh, it's much longer than that. I was going to double check, but.
1: The first one thing? <laughs>
0: Uh, I remember that we. I it was like three sentences long last time, but <laughs> wasn't that long? <laughs> but I, yeah, the first one thing sounds good for today.
1: First one thing. Okay, we'll get that nailed down later. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about our one thing each. Um, who wants to start it off? Ryan, you want to start off?
0: Yes, I do. Um. I have been thinking about what is my dedication to video games like. Um, Recently, uh, Nintendo's been celebrating the 35th anniversary of Mario, as uh, many people know. And I find myself wondering, uh, not to date this podcast, but today is... October fourteenth and on in two days the new Mario Kart home circuit is coming out. And am I dedicated enough to go out Friday morning to try to get one of these? And I'm trying to figure that out if I (laughs) a toy that I may never use that much and definitely don't have space in my house to build a track. Am I still dedicated enough or I want to buy it on Friday morning? <laughs> Probably is unfortunately the answer. <laughs> it sounds like a yes. <laughs> but uh, I find myself wondering the same thing about uh, the Mario Game & Watch. Uh, mm. Because both things uh, yeah. are pretty cool to me. And do I need them? Probably not. Um. But there's such less the Mario Kart and more the game and watch is a collector's item, and so I just feel like if I don't get it now, I'll never see it again. Which is the case with a lot of Nintendo stuff. Um,
1: it's probably the case with that thing too. Honestly, yeah. Right? Isn't it just a limited thing?
0: I I'm pretty sure it is. Um, but I. I missed the pre-order for both. Uh, Mm. And so, now it becomes a question of do I drive to Walmart on Friday morning and see if I can get one before work because that's when I feel like the only time I'll be able to see it. And I'm definitely not going to sacrifice getting a Luigi one. So... I really am just <laughs> torn apart. Uh, but we'll see. I, I do think it looks cool and I did not... It reminds me of Labo, but I did not get Labo because that one seemed less interesting to me um, and seemed definitely aimed towards children. This one seems aimed towards children enough that I want (laughs) it. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been thinking about. Cool. I don't know if that was a complete thought towards the end, but (laughs) that's what it
1: does. It does look very cool though. I've seen some videos going around about it. Like, you know, people have, what would you call them? Journalists and influencers have, the Mario Kart Life, whatever it's called. And it looks pretty cool. I saw someone playing and like the camera's like shaking after as they go over a rug and like they have a the toddler in the background running around in front of the cart and it looks like a weird like <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Like it looks like Mario Kart, but with weird real life things suddenly in the track.
0: Yeah. I I do think it's like it looks a really
1: weird, like, like magical looking kind of thing. Like it looks like magic. It's nuts. <laughs> so uh, I don't blame you for wanting one,
0: at all. Just to...
1: I don't really want one just because I know my kids would want to play with it constantly, and I don't want to really deal with that too much. Mm. You know.
0: I can see it. But... wait until they're a little older, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you know, oldest is four. Yeah. She'll just drive into the wall repeatedly. I want to spend a hundred dollars on a toy to... yeah. <laughs> for her to do that.
0: That's fair. Uh, just to retroactively correct myself it is mario kart live home circuit is the official name
1: home circuit thank you Makes sense I right. have the fact check <laughs> all right yes, we need to be accurate I'm on done. this podcast
0: <laughs> someone else talk
1: cool oh how about you
2: uh yeah um well i'll just um, conclude ryan's by saying oh, please uh the, you know, it, it raises interesting questions about like, why, why do we buy things that we buy? I think that's, that could be like a whole topic for a show. Like what makes you decide to actually spend money on a game or a game related product? Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons, actually. That
0: is but anyway, true.
2: But um, anyway, <laughs> my one thing I will finally make good on my promise that I've been making for the entire history of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about Hades.
0: <laughs> so exciting! Uh,
2: H- Hades is is awesome. Um, so I don't want to spoil anything, but I don't think this is too much of a spoiler. Uh, well, maybe it is. I will say I have I have completed a run. I've completed six runs, technically. But I'm not done with the game. There's, there's so much more to do. Um, I mean, it's just so I've been a fan of Supergiant games for a long time since they released Transistor. Mm-hmm. So they released Bastion, Transistor, Pyre, and now Hades. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I've loved all their games. But Hades feels like a whole new level for them. Um, it was the only game where they did early access, and I think this is one of the one of the great like early access success stories because there's just so much in this game. Like it's a pretty basic roguelite at its core, but, but like i I don't know how many hours I've played and or how many runs I've done, but I've yet to hear a repeated line of dialogue by any character oh wow um so there's all yeah there's all kinds of characters in this game and you can go interact with um with a lot with all of them and there's little like story moments or like it expands the relationship between your character and them and every single time there's something new um. And it's usually, like, actually interesting or adds a little bit of flavor to the background and stuff. And um, and it encourages you. So there's six weapons in the game. It encourages you in different ways to use the different weapons and try out things. Um, and so, like, I don't feel like I'm specializing in any one weapon. You know, I've done six runs, and I've done um, five. I've finished a run with five of the six weapons, and I've tried them all multiple times. Um, so just the combat is really cool. The way the boons from the gods interact with each other and uh, upgrade and make you change the way you play as you play through a run uh, is really cool. There's just there's just so much to this game because they really took advantage of that early access period, which was almost two years. Um, so it's just bonkers. Like you could play this game for, for months, I think, and still be discovering new stuff story-wise and gameplay-wise the whole time it's it's very well done so i'm i'm digging it and i'm i'm gonna you know there's reasons for me to to keep doing runs for at least a little while i don't know how long i'll play it but it's been really fun there you go That's, uh... that's my one thing
1: does it feel like there's a, like story reasons in the game for you to keep playing or is it more like a completionist kind of thing where you want to just experience it a little? No, bit
2: there's, there are strong story reasons to to keep going yeah. for at least a while. And then there's hints that there will be even more story reasons after my current story reasons. So like I don't know how long <laughs> it really goes. And like I That's said cool, like it, it it keeps it interesting. It's not just like I don't know. It doesn't feel like they're cheating, like they're trying to make it a longer game by saying you have to do more runs to get more story. It it, it all combines in a really interesting, cool way. Um, you know, It's very thematic, like it justifies why you're doing this so many times. It doesn't just feel like they're like, well, we want our game to be longer, so we're going to make you do this more times, you know, um, mm-hmm. lots of cool stuff to discover around every corner. Sweet. Yeah, so highly recommend Hades to anyone um who's who's, you know, willing to do a roguelike. I know some people just can't do roguelikes. It's too like disheartening to, to fail and have to start over again and again. But as far as roguelikes go, this one I think is is pretty generous actually. So I usually have a pretty low tolerance for roguelike games and this is by far my favorite of any of them that I've tried.
0: Those people need to accept that that's just what life is.
2: (laughs) You wake up every day, you start at age zero, and you have to age through life over and over again. Until you make it to to old age and die one day. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then you restart the process. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, let's hear it. it So, yeah. That's cool. I'm, that's awesome. Well, yeah, I do want to get on, around
1: playing that game eventually. Didn't but. you
0: say you didn't like it, Curtis? Hades? Yeah.
1: No. I was talking about Dead Cells last time. Oh,
0: that's right. Okay.
1: That's the one I'm struggling with. I yeah. haven't played that played it since we talked about it, actually. <laughs> okay, got it.
2: I, so I, I might have fallen off
1: of it for good.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I burned yeah. out on Dead Cells too. I never finished it.
1: Yeah. I didn't think I was going to burn out as quick as I did, but I think I might be done with it. Anyway, yeah. that's not my one thing. Um, my one thing is Steve Minecraft and Smash. I know this is like how many weeks late? Two weeks late? Three weeks late? I don't really care. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's that late. but I a, it was only like a week.
0: I wouldn't say it's late because he came out yesterday
1: right it's true and i have not played him i haven't bought him yet but he's the reason why i might give in and buy the whole fighter's pass wow um i bring it up because it reminds me exactly how the first fighter's pass went for me um first they revealed joker and i was like yeah that's cool i don't really know much about joker but whatever kind of a thing you know um he looked cool he played cool and that was great for people who were excited for him and then they uh hosted They never revealed hero from dragon quest someone else i was like yeah that's cool whatever you know um then after that they revealed banjo kazooie which is the one i was really really hoping for he was my eye in the sky you know dream of who want who i want to get into smash so i was thinking oh maybe i'll just get banjo banjo kazooie and be done you know i don't know if i need everyone else But then they showed gameplay of hero from Dragon Quest and his ridiculous like mana system, and he can pull up like an in-game menu like from an RPG and choose spells that randomly generate into this thing. And I was like, that's friggin' nuts. Like, and that made me want to play him, even though I don't really know anything about Dragon Quest. And like that legitimately made me super excited. So I ended up buying the whole. The fighter's pass and i don't really regret it because everyone else who came after that even violet pretty much everyone Harry is the only one from the first fighter's pass that i was pretty like whatever on um just because he plays like ryu and ken and i'm not good with ryu or ken i'm not into like rising the combos to you know to do better at stronger attacks and all that kind of stuff yeah um but anyway um yeah I'm getting the same feelings about Steve from Minecraft being in Smash, as they revealed him. I was like, "That's cool." Like, I'm I was like, happy for everyone, you know, who really wanted him in, and everything. But then I watched the gameplay reveal. I guess you could call it a reveal, where he just goes through and like, yeah, <laughs> it's freaking bonkers, man. Mm. Like, they have an entire crafting system in my in Smash <laughs> Brothers now. Like, that's ridiculous. And they went through and like had to work on every stage in the entire game to make it work so he could mine materials from him and build blocks and like <laughs> oh man. I don't think I'm I don't know. I gotta get him eventually. I don't know if I'm gonna get the whole fighter's pass again or if I'm just gonna get Steve, but he just looks too it's like just ridiculous to not try. Yeah. There's a part where uh Sakurai the director on smash um was showing some stuff with them and he was fighting somebody and he built blocks like on the side of the stage and just straight up blocked off the other guy from trying to get on at all like had no chance of getting on because he built the wall on, on the side of the stage and i just thought that was hilarious like I... <laughs> oh man uh just like the perfect like chaotic fighter you know yeah. that i love to play and know i'm probably won't be any good with them it just looks like <laughs> a lot of fun so
0: i will tell you that i did play steve yesterday when he came out <laughs> and yeah? that block thing where he blocked the people on the edge is very hard to do <laughs> um, Is it? <laughs> I tried to do it. A couple that makes times. me want to try to do it over and over and over <laughs> again, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, su- super weird character, um, yeah. but I agree, it's really interesting to have such a different character in in Smash Bros. Um, and I I did really like that reveal yeah. because of how much it seemed like he did not want to put him in Smash Bros, but just kind of did, because he (laughs) he caved in. I know. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if he caved in. I don't know. It kind of sounded like to me that
1: he was like, I don't know.
0: Well, to me, it sounded like he was saying, they asked me, and I said, no, that's too hard. And I didn't want (laughs) to do it. And then they kind of peered over with their glasses, and they said, surely you could put... Him <laughs> yeah. and I'm sure you could put him in uh, Smash Bros. And he's like, so I did. That's some paraphrasing, but it, to yeah. me when I watched that, I laughed because I was like, he. It sounds like he did not want to do this, and they just made him. <laughs> yeah, I saw a headline
2: yeah. that was like, "Please let Sakurai sleep." <laughs>
0: like <laughs> just the yeah,
2: do stuff.
1: Oh man. I do like watching his videos, though, because he's so, like, just nonchalant. But, like, just, I don't know. He doesn't, like, hold anything back. He doesn't seem, like, super proper, you know? Yeah. He just kind of yeah. says it just because sure. he wants to kind of a thing. I think it's great. But, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah I remember when they, first Minecraft revealed,
2: when they first revealed Smash, like, at E3 or something. Or they had, like, a Smash tournament at E3. Mm-hmm. And it was just, mm-hmm. like, they invited some former pros Sakurai gets up at the end and he's just like, I saw a bunch of bugs. I'm going to go fix them. Oh, like, I <laughs> <didn't> remember that. <laughs> like, that was the response. He like, wasn't promoting the game at all. He was just like, well, I got some work to do now.
1: Thanks for playtesting my game.
2: <laughs> yeah. And you're like, pro tournament for entertainment.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, let's see if I get the fighter's pass. Attempted to. How many oh, have Steve. they done on
2: Fighters Pass 2? Is this the first one for Fighter Pass 2? This is the
0: second one. Min Min was the first second one.
1: Second one. Oh yeah, I forgot about Min Min. Yeah. Also looks very weird. Min Min Not as weird as Steve. One. Yeah, Steve is... this all uh, about right. the chaotic stuff, you know. You can pull off just really ridiculous things. Reminds me of the one time, Ryan, when we were playing in You Piranha Plant. I don't know if you remember this. Probably don't, but maybe I do. Um, maybe I do We were like way off the stage and I couldn't even see you. Do you remember this? And then I was like I, waiting on the edge, waiting for you to get back. And all of a sudden, this random spiked ball that you blew and I couldn't <laughs> see it coming just like smacked me
0: <laughs> I, and just completely launched me. I do remember this because I have it saved as a replay and I have it closed <laughs> and I've watched it many times.
1: That was classic. That made me like Piranha Plant even more. <laughs> Those kind of characters are just so much fun,
0: man. They are.
1: Well, cool. Well, let's jump into our main topic. Um,
0: let's do it. I
1: don't have a good name for this. I just put weird games. <laughs> um, originally, it was weird games from childhood, but it could be weird games from whenever you want, honestly. Um, <clears throat>
0: do you have any... Specific stipulations, or like what constitutes as a weird game.
1: Um, I mean, I guess you could say maybe something that not a lot of people have played, but I don't think that's like necessary personally. Um, a few of mine, I'm sure lots of people have played. I don't just don't know if they're popular or I don't feel like um, they're remembered a whole lot. You know, okay, that kind of thing. So, kind
0: of like obscure so. games or
1: obscure or just games that you found really weird. Okay.
0: All right. I think I got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then how so, are we going to go first, Ryan? Yeah. All right. That was my next question. Uh, <laughs> yes.
1: Just go for it. Just all go right. for it, man. We already have it. I already told you to go first when the one thing thing, you can go first <laughs> again, even though I don't know if that's fair, whatever. <laughs> Let's just go.
0: Um. This is a game that I owned in elementary school. It was popular amongst my friends. Uh, Learned later that wasn't really liked that much. And it was a game that not a ton of people played. But I have very uh, specific memories about it. Uh, It is a game for Nintendo 64 called Glover. You guys familiar with that one? Yeah.
1: I've heard yeah. of it. I don't really I've, know much yeah. about it.
2: Though. I've seen the box art. I can see the character quite perfectly in my head, but yes. I don't know anything about it.
0: Yeah, uh, Sparked the imagination in a young boy in fourth grade. Uh, I, You are a glove. An anthropomorphic <laughs> glove. <laughs> I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think uh he's got these two magic gloves and one falls into like a vat of acid and that becomes the bad glove and then you're the good glove but mechanically it's pretty unique because the game is three a 3d platformer but you're transporting a diamond to the end of the stage um and you kind of like grab onto it with your hand and roll it around but you can transform it into either just kind of like a rubber ball, a bowling ball, or a small ball. Or you can transform it into the diamond. And each of the thing has different like uh, weight and gravity to it. And you kind of use the ball to solve different puzzles and open doors and get stuff in the level. But your main purpose is transporting the diamond. Uh, to the end, and then that's kind of like your collectible, as you keep the the diamond. Um, But the diamond, if you throw the diamond, it can also break, and then you lose, which I never understood why that was part of it, because you never really need the diamond until the end. Um, But, I don't know, I thought it was interesting as a kid i have come back to it later and been like uh this isn't the best game but it was just such (laughs) a unique game and i don't remember why i wanted it but i did have several friends who had it and we would talk about it there was also uh, a cheat code system in which there was a chicken on a swing that uh made noises that were various bodily function noises, and then if you <laughs> if you wrote it all down, you could use the C buttons in the pause menu to enter in the codes. Each C button was a different bodily function noise. And that <laughs> really stood out to me as a kid. Uh, and then there was some really...
1: It's like that. that's in the game about a glove.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's not like it's a glove, like what? this doesn't make any sense yeah it's an anthropomorphic club
0: exactly (laughs) oh that's
1: why okay sorry i missed that i forgot that detail already
0: there were uh bosses at the end of each world Uh, i remember specifically there's an orangutan that you got to throw your bowling ball at um but yeah sure and also uh, a specific thing i remember is the game is scary When you first start and everything's like gross and dilapidated, but each world you build, the world gets brighter and more like, uh, flowery and bright and stuff. So I don't know. (laughs) They, it was, it seems like they had a lot of ambitious stuff going on, but if you, it's not like mechanically sound and definitely doesn't hold up as much, but (laughs) I, I remember it fondly. 20 youthful days.
1: Glover. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I try to think of Glover, I get him mixed up with the uh, hamburger helper guy.
0: <laughs> they're pretty similar.
1: Like I know they're not one and the same, but when I try to think of Glover, sometimes I just see the hamburger helper guy instead of Glover.
0: <laughs> it's so. the crossover that we need. That's my take yeah. on Glover.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's. A... Are they friends or rivals, though? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I feel like Hamburger Helper is a good guy because he's helping. <laughs> Can't be bad. But is Glover Helper? evil then?
0: <laughs> I kind of feel like they're like coworkers, so they're like nice to each other, but they they're not like they're not gonna hang out later.
1: Yeah, 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 maybe, maybe they like... work in different departments, yeah. so they only really see each other on like company events. Yeah, That's probably it. One time, hamburger helper, works at this company. I wonder. One time, hamburger helper asked Glover
2: for help, and he like he did it, but like he didn't like really help that much. It was like hard <laughs> to work with him. <laughs> as a uh,
0: as one of your previous coworkers, Paul, am I the hamburger helper to your Glover? <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
2: no way <laughs> plus um, we did work in different departments well I guess kind of yeah. not really there
0: was like 8 people at the company so I counted as the same <laughs> department.
1: oh man well Paul do you have a weird game yeah uh, I have two
2: Um, so my first one is um a CD I got in a cereal box, and it was an adaptation. I'm excited. (laughs) It's an adaptation of the board game Clue.
0: Oh, okay. Before you, (laughs) I had the Monopoly one,
2: okay, and like this is actually like a pretty full featured clue game like it was like fully animated you had like characters that would walk around you know like and then when you would make an accusation it would like play a little movie of like that character in that room with that weapon like walking up to the camera and you know killing the camera person with the weapon (laughs) and then like the camera would like (laughs) yeah so like if it was like miss scarlet with the candlestick in the observatory you'd like see her in the observatory like walk toward the camera and then like whack you and then like the camera would fall as if like you know it was first person like you were the one that got killed and there would be this like (laughs) You know, like the the most generic thunder noise in the background that would play like very frequently throughout the game. Like if you look up like free sound thunder, whatever sound effect comes up, that's the one that was in this game, <laughs> and it would play all the time. And then uh, when it was your turn, there was this like British narrator that would be like, "It is your turn. Please roll the die." And my brother and I would <laughs> both play it a lot. And we still quote that one line to each other, like all the time, even though I haven't played this game in probably 20 years. <laughs>
1: that oh,
2: man. is so
0: funny to me because on the monopoly one that we had, every time the game, every time you finished a game, the credits would roll and they had this song that my brother and I still quote to this day. <laughs> uh we don't know any of the words except for, come on, let's play Monopoly. And that's, that's the only part. And then they somehow rhymed something with Monopoly, but I don't remember what it is. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: That was the greatest achievement of all. <laughs> uh, side note, I was looking at Prime that's Day deals, and there's like an official monopoly socialism (laughs) and like (laughs) it's like all the money is in like a shared pot in the middle and if like if the pot ever reaches zero everybody loses but you can (laughs) win by like being the first to make 10 Significant contributions to community or whatever. Like I, I couldn't believe it was a real thing. But like, of course it is. They're being really weird Monopoly lately. They
0: are. I I do have my eye on Monopoly, the longest game ever version.
2: Yes, I've seen that one too.
1: Oh no. Which there's like for me personally. Are anyone actually even going to play that if they buy it?
0: My that's the biggest issue is my is getting people to play. But once you get them in. My favorite part is how long it takes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Once you get him in, they'll they can never leave.
2: <clears throat> uh, yeah, anyway, so that, that cereal box clue really it, it left an impression that it remains to this day. Uh, and the other one, which I just want to briefly mention... I don't know if anyone else played like the, the backyard sports series. So there was backyard basketball, backyard soccer, backyard football, backyard baseball. You guys I, ever I hear of these heard or play these?
0: But I've never, I never played them.
2: Yeah. So yeah, when same. I was a kid, never played them. my parents weren't super into video games. But if there was a computer game that we could find at the library that would work on our computer, we could bring it home, okay. and for some reason, my library had like these giant plastic cases with CDs in them that you could check out, and you could take computer games home. Awesome. And so I played the whole Backyard Sports series, and I loved them so much. Um, like I still remember. So, and everyone, they would have these commentators. Sunny Day was in all of them, and then there would always okay. be a second commentator that was specific to. The game and so like in backyard basketball there was barry dj was the other commentator and in backyard football his name was chuck downfield and it was the same group of kids in every game it was the same group of kids in every game and they had different stats for the different sports and that was like fascinating to me that like it's the same person but they're like better at some sports than others so i'd always like check everybody's stats and thinking about it now like uh it was kind of racist like there was this little latino kid who was like full stats in soccer and then there was like <laughs> there's a little black kid who was the best at basketball <laughs> but anyway like there was also like a kid in a wheelchair that was always like viable he was never like the best but he had like decent stats and so like it was like nice and inclusive and diverse and you like got to know these kids across all the different games and I don't know. Like I, I've never met anyone else who like actually played those games, but I played all of them and loved them. Wow! And that's funny. maybe they're still available somewhere. I haven't checked. So yeah, those are my those are my two that first came to that's mind when we were talking good. about.
1: Check downfield though is. Such a... <laughs> I'm glad that the names of these commentators in these games are just puns. <laughs> Check yeah. downfield. Yeah, it's great. It was great. It's uh, awesome. Well, I have a few. Okay. I have three in particular. I, I um, Ryan, I talked to you about this one a little bit. I do have oh,
0: a, a couple more as well. But you go, you go with okay. one of yours. I'll do
1: one real quick.
0: Okay.
1: okay. We talked about this one a little bit, Ryan, off air. Um, I actually had to look it up because I had, like, memories of this game, but I couldn't remember the name of it. And last week, Ryan and I were just chatting after we recorded the episode, and just I just randomly decided to try to Google it, and I found it, and it was so weird. I haven't even like seen a screenshot of this game for probably twenty years at least. Um, it's called Power Pete, um, and it's been rebranded as Mighty Mike. Some company bought it and rebranded it. I'm not sure, um, <laughs> but I know it as Power Pete, and this was on Macintosh. Way back in the day, um, and you play as this like army action figure in a toy store. And I had to look up the synopsis of the game because I couldn't remember. All I remember that he he played as this army action figure. Um, he kind of looks like American Dad. He's got like the big chin, you know. <laughs> like yeah. it's weird. Um, probably the inspiration for American Dad. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I looked it up, and you are fighting all the like the evil toys in the toy store. This is after closing time, of course, um, and you were trying to save like the fuzzy bunnies from the evil toys or something. Um, that's all. Yeah, hold on. We're good. Sorry, um, but that's all I could really remember. Um, except that the there's like weapons that are like I remember there's like a toothpaste gun. So you shoot. They're toys with toothpaste, and I think there's a gumball one, so you're shooting gumballs. So there's always, like, small item-related, not even toy-related. I don't know why there's a toothpaste gun. Maybe I'm not remembering that right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, a top-down shooter thing. And I have – I do remember there was a gun. I don't even know what gun it was, but whenever you shot it, Pete would go, fire in a hole, just like that. <laughs> and it was great. And I remember playing that so much. Power Pete, I want to find a way to figure out if I could play this again, just for the memories. I'm sure. I don't know a if huge I can.
0: Power Pete modding community out there that religiously sure, works yeah. on it, and
1: <clears throat> there's tournaments, yeah, speedruns. Speedruns, <laughs> 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 Power Pete speedrun. I don't I need to watch that. I'm like scared to like look up anything before I can. I'd rather play it and, like, try to experience it again before I look anything up. But like, a YouTube video, you know, we'll have to see. I mean, it's, I feel like I'd have to, I don't know if I'd have to emulate, like, the Mac operating system from the 90s to figure out, <laughs> to see if I could play it that way. I looked into it a little bit. You can actually still buy the game, but you have to run it on whatever Mac operating system it was. So... I have to feel like I feel like I got to emulate it somehow. But anyway, Power Pete. Power Pete. Friggin sweet, man. (laughs) So cool. (laughs) Except when you died, there was like this weird, I'm assuming it was like a Jack in the Box or something, but it would show like Power Pete like laying dead in the middle of the toy aisle. And like, there's just like chaos around him. And then there's like this really creepy, like clown laugh in the background. And it always creeped me out when I was a kid. I remember like (laughs) turning off the sound if I got a game over, so I wouldn't have to listen to the creepy clown laugh. (laughs) It just creeped me out so bad. Anyway, Uh, you got another one?
0: Uh, Yes. And I, I do have a video to go along with this. Sweet. Uh, Let me just share my screen. It's going to be
1: a treat for everyone watching this on YouTube.
0: Uh, The video, I just want you guys to hear the sound effects, actually. That's the only part that matters about this video. Uh, Okay, okay. This is a game that was infamous throughout my mom's side of the family. I believe uh, my, my grandma had an old... This is another Macintosh computer game. My grandma had a Macintosh. Bunch of games on it. I believe this was just a demo, but it was called Bebop. And it was just a breakout clone, but there were some levels where you could, uh, get a power up that would allow you to shoot the bricks. And this demo only had 15, uh, levels, but I think it got to a point where a bunch of us could just beat it playing it. But for some reason, it was like something we always wanted to play on my grandma's computer. Um, but just listen to the sound effects of this, and hopefully it comes through.
1: I need to hit the watch stream button.
0: Uh, it, it'll come come through on mine. I'm pretty sure. But as you can see, it's just okay. typical breakout but listen to those pops <laughs> 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 and like when i was thinking about this i did watch the entire playthrough of this because it brought back such nostalgic memories but i'll give you one of the the shooting sound so there's this little uh thing that it will hit and then shoot <laughs> piano sound effect when you win (laughs) Um, but yeah it's nothing special there's like other things where there's like skulls that come into play that if you hit the skulls you'll lose but I don't know just the sound effects were very burned into my my brain
2: yeah those are (laughs) those are excellent
1: that's awesome <clears throat>
0: um and then i'll i'll just go with uh, one last one before we we end with curtis but um this game i believe is a, a lot more popular a lot of people might have played this but it's just such a weird one to me uh maui mallard and cold shadow are you guys familiar with that one
1: no no <laughs> what's it called again
0: maui mallard in cold shadow
1: Oh my gosh okay
0: it is a super nintendo game we had the demo version on our old windows 95 computer so i believe it was also a, an old pc game um but it's made by disney and you are the character maui mallard who is essentially donald duck and you go through the levels <laughs> with, like, a little pea shooter type of gun, but then you can get a power-up that turns you into, I believe, the titular Cold Shadow. Um, and then you become, like, a ninja with, like, a a fighting stick. And it's just, like, a basic platformer, but it's essentially just, like, Donald Duck in a Hawaiian shirt, and he becomes a ninja. <laughs> and that's basically the whole premise of of the game but it's one that i And not
1: want to like brand it as donald duck that's so weird I,
0: I don't really know what it is but it's basically it looks like donald duck to me maybe there's some slight differences um it looks it's like a look it looks like or something on the genesis as well and I did just see, I saw it's on Steam, so I might have to pick that up and Sweet. check it out again uh, for 6 bucks. But I just wanted <laughs> to give that a, a shout-out.
2: I wonder if uh, Disney's going to reboot this guy. They reboot everything else.
0: Yeah, we... I'm clamoring for a Maui Mallard reboot.
1: Disney Plus series. <laughs> there you go. It looked like it had a, a Game Boy version too.
0: I'm sure that was the best version.
1: Oh, that looks familiar. I'm just seeing like the Super Nintendo. That seems really familiar for some reason. Yeah, I think it was... I don't was... have any memory of this game.
0: Like Probably I said, saw
1: it a like Blockbuster or something.
0: Yeah, I think it... It has more of a following, and i I think it might it might not be like a great game, but I don't think it's bad either. Mm-hmm. I'm sure many people have fond memories of this.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. It's funny. Well, going off the Super Nintendo thing, my last two are also Super Nintendo games, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people know these ones. I just always thought they were super weird um we'll go with the less weird one first um do you guys ever remember uni racers
0: i've seen videos of it never played
1: yeah remember this game's rad it's really cool it's literally just racing game but you're a unicycle not someone riding a unicycle you are the unicycle (laughs) (laughs) and they all have like names, and like there's like Andrew and Rick and stuff. Like they just have really <laughs> geni- like just normal names too. And they just change colors. I don't think there's anything like there's no like stat difference or anything. They're just different colors and names. Um, and it's like a 2D. It's almost like a platformer. You're just going straight. So it's not like you're going like how do I describe it. It's not like yeah, it's know. like a 2D platformer. It's yeah. how it almost plays out. So you're going like right, left, or right, or something like that. And you do tricks to gain speed. Like someone who's really good at uniracers. you know, they'll be doing like somersaults over and over and over again on the straightaway, you know, to just pick up speed. And then there's like loops and all this stuff. And you can do all these like backflips and Swiss and all this. It's pretty cool. I remember it being really rad and like a really kicking like 90s rock soundtrack. You know, I can hear the music in my head to this day. It's been in my head like all day because i've been thinking about talking about this game and this podcast and i can just hear that guitar just going you know um so that was a pretty cool game i don't know if we ever owned it but i remember renting it a lot yeah so that one was really cool um it was hard too i remember like the the harder races against the computers like they were fast and i never <laughs> could really beat it but it was pretty fun still um, the other one, real quick, is called Plock. You heard of Plock?
0: Again, heard the name. A-L-O-K. Don't know anything about it, though.
1: This is another one I never really got very far in. It's bizarre. It's like you're this weird... I don't even know how to describe him. You're like a round like red and yellow character. I think his body was yellow and his head was red. And he had... His arms and his feet or his hands and his feet were like disembodied ones, you know, but to attack, you would throw your limbs at people and they would like go out and boomerang back to you. But if you threw them all, so he only had like four shots because he had, you know, two hands and two legs basically. But if you threw them all at once, then you'd just be like a body, like hopping the ground until all your limbs come back to you. It's super weird. And That's awesome it was just like I have weird memories of it I remember there's an enemy because there's like signs you know pointing the direction you need to go but every once in a while the sign would like pop up and then there's like this weird blue bald head with like red eyes and like fangs would pop up and start like shooting rocks out of his mouth at you and it would freak me out as a kid and I didn't expect it and I the only other weird thing is you know this is all normal so far um the first boss were basically just like mouths with arms and legs. <laughs> they don't have like eyes or anything. And all I remember is they would just hop around and just like continuously vomit like sharp teeth out of their faces. I mean, I mean, they're just mouths. And they would just like shoot them upward and you have to like avoid them and like throw your arms and legs at them until they die. It was really weird. If I remember right, the plot of the game is Plock comes out of his house and someone has stolen all of his flags <laughs> and like raised their own flags. No, 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 no. Someone stole his flag from his house. That's what it is. Someone stole his flag from his house. So you go through all these levels and you get to the end of the level, then it'll like raise up the flag thinking it's his, and then it'll be like boxers like someone's underwear and you would be like this isn't my flag and he gets all mad so that's that's the whole game he's looking for his flag i guess (laughs) i don't remember it was weird had a really cool he plays a really cool harmonica solo at the when you start the game up though so i feel like got that going for it
0: they they ripped off that plot from a tale of two cities (laughs) (laughs) Did just, just such a prestigious and uh, well-renowned book that uh, where a man looks for his flag. <laughs> oh,
1: man. That's yeah, that was a weird game, though.
0: And no one believed that. <laughs> uh,
1: well, cool. Does anyone else have any? We're pretty much out of time on this topic.
0: Quick, uh, quick shout-out one more to to the neverhood i'm not going to explain anything about it but (laughs) i had a friend who who owned it and we we played it uh i guess i'll explain something claymation point and click adventure um nice it just is burned another thing that's burned into my head from childhood that's it
1: There was some weird stuff back then. I feel like when no one really knew, I don't know. I feel like any video game idea got greenlit back in those days. Get some weird stuff.
0: I miss those days.
1: Good times, man. (laughs) All right. Well, we don't have, let's see. For our very last segment, I thought we could play just one more time. Rousing game of Mario Party Many mini games is what I'm calling this segment now.
0: I'm excited. Our famous recurve. So we got,
1: yep, yeah, Mario Party Many mini games. This is yeah, fast, our most popular segment among listeners. It wouldn't be. I mean, I think it's pretty great. <laughs> pretty great. I, I um. So yeah, I, just for the anyone who doesn't know. Go ahead.
0: Pass. No, Pass. Not okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, for anyone who doesn't know how this works, um, I looked up all of the mini games from all the Mario Party games and I had them all in a list, and I've grouped them into so four. In each group of four, there's a fake mini game that i made up and that's it so should we just go um under like the competition again i think that worked pretty well last time
0: i do i'm all about the competition Cool.
1: all right well let's start with paul this time uh, just, just <clears throat> you ready so paul to, uh, figure this out i'm ready
0: did we tie last time
1: um Good question. Hold on. Let me double check. Where did I put that? Hit the wrong button. I mean, if it wasn't a tie, it was close. I think it was a tie.
0: I think it was too.
1: Let's see. So Paul, last time, got... I think it was four to four. Four. Yeah, I think you're right. And Ryan got one, two, three, four. Yep. So we'll see how this one was. It? Yeah, yeah. So we only got eight groups this time. Yeah. Um, I just ran out of time to write more mini games down. So <laughs> that's fine. And that's probably good because we're like way over on our time because <laughs> you know we're trying to, this is professional. Anyway, start off, Paul. Use your first group First game is Akiwaki. second game is fruit talktail third game is shoot your mouth off <laughs> you're with a y-e-r shoot your mouth off and the fourth game is bombversations <laughs> what was the second one talk talktail <laughs>
0: uh, what's the first one
1: Walkie Okay, I
0: know it's not my. Idea. Literally,
1: just walkie talkie, and they just swapped it. <laughs> but you know.
0: With
1: an H. <clears throat> Uh I'm gonna guess bomb bombversations. Nice. That is the fake one. Oh, okay. Ooh. Wow. Well done. That's
0: some tough competition.
1: <laughs> All right, Ryan. Here's yours. Ready? I'm ready. First game is Rasslin' Rapids. Okay. Second game is Sumo of Dumo. Sorry, I can't read some of these straight faces. Okay. Third one is, sorry, I can't do it. Third one is Dark and Crispy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, and the f- fourth one is Bubble Stumble.
0: <laughs> Alright. Bubble stumble. What's the first one? Rastlin Rapids. Dark and crispy. And the second one?
1: Sumo of Dumo.
0: Oh, I want that to be real so bad. <laughs> I have I honestly have no idea um dark and crispy is so i couldn't even imagine what the mini game is so it has to be real um, <laughs> i'm gonna go with rasslin rapids
1: hmm. okay that one is real okay fake one is bubble stumble okay <laughs> bubble stumble is so good I I think dark and crispy was like a hallway. It was dark and there was fire. I just saw a screenshot of it. I don't know what it is though, <laughs> but I, I can't say dark and crispy. It's I, like someone describing how they like their bacon. Like, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's I feel, so weird. I feel like I. wrestling Rapids sounded the least tame, so I was like, "That's got to be fake." But I got to change my oh,
1: man. All right. All right, Paul, here's your next one. First game, spray anything. Second game, ink the bank. Third game, Wheel of a Woe. It's <laughs> woe is it W O E. And fourth game is Herbicidal Maniac. What is it? What maniac? Herbicidal or herbicidal. Herbicidal maniac. Yeah, I think it's herbicidal, like herbs. Okay, what was the first one? The first one is Spray Anything.
2: Spray Anything. Would Nintendo name a game Herbicidal Maniac? <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot about fighting plants in Mario World. You definitely find a yeah. lot of plants. Uh, that's still gonna be my guess, though. I'm gonna guess herbicidal maniac
1: is fake. Okay, herbicidal maniac is real. Oh, dang. Fake <laughs> game is tank the bank. Tank the bank. <laughs> All right, Ryan. I'm excited for you. You got the the Bowser special group okay. here. With the likes of Bowser's Painball. Still my favorite one from last time, is it this? <laughs> yes. um, okay, so here's some more Bowser games for you. Okay. First one Bowser's Bad Breath. Classic. Second game Bowser's Clawful Climb. Okay. Third game Bowser's Pie of Lies. <laughs> Fourth game Bowser's Bogus Bingo.
0: What's the first
1: one? Bowser's bad breath.
0: I'm going to go with Bowser's bad breath. Or bad breath.
1: Got to brush his teeth that morning, I guess. <laughs> Bowser's bad breath is real.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm doing terrible. This Fake
1: time. game is Bowser's pie of life. <laughs> it's
0: such a shame because I wanted that to be real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. I, have I really wanted to do a Bowser one. They don't have a lot of these Bowser's games, so that's probably the last time we'll see this. No, man. I, like, I, had to, I was like, I have to do a Bowser game.
2: It's a very special round.
1: All right, so we're halfway through. Score is Ryan zero, Paul one. Game. All right, Paul, here you go. <clears throat> First one. Dazed in a Maze. Okay. Like a game. Pound it. Pound it. <laughs> third game. Cardiators. And fourth game. Specter Inspector. Specter. Like, is the second word inspector, like one word? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So inspecting specters.
2: Yes. What was the third one?
1: Cardiators. Cardiators. I think that's the fake one. Cardiators is real.
0: Oh my god.
1: Dazed and Amazed is the fake one. Oh, I thought for sure that was real.
0: That, that does sound like a real <laughs> nice. Mario Party game.
2: You're getting All better. Right. at I'm, I'm that's proud of myself that. so You're far. More.
1: <laughs> I feel like I was really struggling with this list this time, but... All right, this is going well, at least for me, I guess. Just <laughs> um, okay, Ryan, you ready? Yes. First game, Mary Poppings. Second game, Goal! <laughs> uh, third game, The Great Deflate. Okay.
0: That one and I know fourth for game. Sure
1: is real. Okay. As I say, I I, there's got to be a point where you see, hear one of these games and you know it's real. Yeah, okay, and the fourth one is the gate debate. <laughs>
0: oh, man. I do remember the great deflate from Mario Party 4. Um, The gate debate, I don't know about. What was the first one again? That one seemed fishy to me mm-hmm. as well
1: mary poppings
0: yeah i don't know if they would be as bold to do mary poppins reference in there or if they could <laughs> um, but it seems so crazy that it just might be real <laughs> i i think i'm gonna go with mary poppings
1: all right. Mary Poppings is a real game.
0: <laughs> oh, my <gosh>. No way.
1: <laughs> the Gate Debate right. is the favorite. Sure uh,
0: gate Debate, yeah, that was... I should have went with it, but I didn't.
1: All right, well, Paul, you've got the Doom special of this round, this game. You ready? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. First game. Fruits of Doom. Second game, Boxes of Doom. <laughs> Third game, Doors of Doom. Fourth game, Balloon of Doom.
0: <laughs> you got the Doom special. Uh,
1: Doom special. Okay, what were the first two? I feel kind of guilty for doing these ones because I'm literally just like swapping out a word. Um, the first one, you want me to just run through them again real quick? Yeah. First was Fruits of Doom, okay then Boxes of Doom, then Doors of Doom. Last one was Balloon of Doom.
2: Not sure what a Box of Doom would be, <laughs> or what that game could be. But fruit, Fruit of Doom sounds so weird that it's real. I gotta go. I to go with
1: box. Boxes, or box of doom. Boxes of doom. Boxes of doom is the fake game. Yes. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> that might have solidified your win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Two zero now. You got one more, Ryan. All right.
0: <laughs> I'll humor you guys.
1: Here you go. <laughs> yeah, you still got to do it.
0: <laughs> oh, I did. First game is.
1: You, you you don't have a choice. No, just it's just like in Mario Party when you know you're going to lose and like the last three new games you don't care about because you know it doesn't matter, but you still have to do it, you know? Yeah, that, you got me. All right. So the first one is hide and go boom.
0: Okay, I know that one's real. That was one of my favorites. Oh, nice, nice. Mario Party 2 or three. Second
1: one is... I should just avoid all the 60 Nintendo 64 ones, you'll know them all.
0: <laughs> Not one as much. All fun. right,
1: second game. Second game is Mushroom Medic.
0: Okay.
1: Second or sorry, third game is Star Pupil.
0: Okay.
1: And last one, Pushy Penguins.
0: All right, Star Pupil, final answer.
1: Nice, that is the fake one. Uh, nice. Redemption. <laughs> Woo, 1 point. All right. One to two. All wins.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, Good job, Paul. Thank you. Um, Real quick. I have the Maui Mallard in Cold Shadow Wikipedia open behind Discord. And while we were playing that, one line jumped out at me, which says, The game stars Donald Duck. In a metafictional role as Duck Detective Maui Mallard, who adopts the name Cold Shadow when he dresses up in ninja garb.
2: Oh, okay, so so just
0: to clear it, up it is Donald Duck. Yes, but it's a metafictional uh, premise where he yeah. is Maui Mallard, but it is Donald Duck.
1: So it's it's Donald Duck as Maui Mallard. Exactly as hey. cold shadow yes <laughs> when he's a ninja
0: yeah
1: <laughs> still makes think it, it, it sound like, like it's almost Disney. like a okay a movie like maui mallard in cold shadow like that's like
0: yeah
1: there's gonna be a sequel <laughs> or maui mallard in something else i don't know
0: we we can it's continue funny. where it says for the north american versions of the game all Donald Duck references are omitted for unknown reasons, and the main oh. character is only known as Maui Mallard. Though the end of the game informed players to look forward to Maui's next adventure, there have been no other appearances. I guess that's besides ah. the point. But...
1: Why would they in North America air. get rid of Donald? That doesn't make any sense to me.
0: I do not know
2: has gotta be some executive somewhere
1: who was like, you can't put Donald Duck's name on this. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not worthy of Donald's name? That's so weird. It tarnishes the integrity of our great
0: character. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a Hawaiian oh, shirt. <laughs> gotta reference that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's too funny. All right. Well, thanks guys. Another yeah. episode successfully completed. <laughs> um, if you have if our listeners have any questions, you can reach us at our email at chance at gmail.com. Is that the email? I already forgot.
0: Yeah. Double checking to make sure there's no underscores or anything in there.
1: I'm pretty sure there's not.
0: There's not. Chance right. at gmail.com is correct.
1: At gmail dot com. So, yeah, hit us with your questions, and that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Feedback, I guess, if you want to send us feedback, I don't know. You can just email us. It's cool. (laughs) We're cool. So, yeah, any other anything else you want to say to the people?
0: I love you.
1: (laughs) It's a great note to end on. (laughs) All right. Thanks for coming to see James. (laughs) Thanks
0: for coming to see James. Yeah, Curtis.